Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Me, Myself, and I'm Joey G, Bad Bussy, whatever you want to call me at this point, as long as you follow, subscribe, and support. And another person who we should be following, subscribing, and supporting is my next guest today, which is the Queen Princess. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank <laughs> you for coming. We were just talking before we started recording. We've been with each other in real life, I think, once yes before this point but immediately <laughs> when i saw you we met at farewell yeah farewell bar in brooklyn mm -hmm. dj liam was doing it doing as it usual. as fucking usual <laughs> and he introduced me to you and immediately by then i was like i know this is somebody i need to fuck with because i, know, I was obsessed with you you know and you were with your friend as well <laughs> and i think you me and liam were the only ones like getting down to Gaga <laughs> like there's people like dancing to Gaga but then like there's people like getting Living down doing the Judas night. choreo yeah, exactly. to Gaga like and that was <laughs> us three yeah that's when I fell in love with Liam doing the whole thing but it's good <laughs> to have you and I always wanted you on my show because once I got a following of you already just seeing the name Queen Princess I was just like oh, <laughs> this is a star right here clearly a star internally and externally and I just wanted to talk to you about your music, your projects, also just you as a person, you're really fucking fascinating no, and just have such a good energy. What was your sign again? I know we talked I'm about I'm an this. Aries. You're an Aries, yeah. what's your birthday? April 2nd. April 2nd, mm -hmm. Yeah. April babies, I'm April 26th, I'm a Taurus. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But it's spring you're baby so nonetheless. Sweet. Yeah, you're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you, I'm a Taurus sun, double Sag. Okay, I don't know the the aries is fierce enough yeah i'm like i feel like she doing it aries i feel is like very, aries to me. i mean <laughs> all legends and divas are aries it's mariah carey diana ross and i'm trying to remember the last one i think it's tina yeah. turner and gaga too are all aries and they're all born within the same week as well so mm -hmm. makes so much we sense are. there but i just wanted to have you describe to our viewers and our listeners who is queen princess so the queen princess has she was born mm -hmm. about two years ago she's always obviously been inside of me completely but she uh during covid it was a really hard time obviously for all of us and mm -hmm. i actually really started committing to um fulfilling who i am yeah and thank goodness i was able to move to new york and i spent a lot of time alone um during covid and with a best friend of mine during the time and I just started writing and then I met an amazing producer and he was like, I want to, like, I want to record with you. Yeah. Okay. And um, so like some R&B, soul, pop music Completely. started flowing out of me um, and it was just, it felt right. So then I decided, I was like, okay, I love my name also, like Yolanda. I love it. I yeah. love Yolanda. <laughs> she is my favorite. Obviously, she's gotten me here today. Completely. Um, but I really wanted to like uh, awaken a different part of myself. And obviously, like a yeah. huge Gaga fan. And so Completely. I saw her, you know, talk about how she invented Gaga. And yes. I'm like, I need. I need to invent that part of myself. Yeah, and because so it's just an extension. Yes, that's of herself, all it is. If exactly. Anything. Yeah. Like, you know, why live with just one entity of yourself? You know what I mean? Sense. Why live with just Yolanda? You could live with Yolanda and the Queen Princess. Exactly. Gaga couldn't be just Stephanie. Mm -mm, you no. could be Stephanie. You could be Gaga. You could be Beyonce. You could be exactly. Sasha Fierce. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I mean, anything. There's so many parts of us that I don't. As soon as I thought, oh, I could be the queen princess, I remember thinking, uh -huh. like, why 
how did that just come to me? Like, how did this just happen? <laughs> but it was right, and it was on time. So. But like what you said, it was there. <laughs> yeah. The whole always, time. Always, always, always. It's just time and place. As, like, cliche and corny as that is, but, like, you know it's true and it happens to you. It really does. You know? What was that moment for you when you realized, like, this life right now here in Texas isn't fulfilling me. Queen Princess is what's going to help me blossom. So I think that I had went through a really bad breakup. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually spent a little time in L.A. as well before I came here. And then I was so blessed and had, like, a random phone interview with Glad. And yeah. they, like, gave me the job. And so I moved out here. And as soon as I, like was able to like step foot in New York City. I was like, thank goodness. I came here as a kid a lot and I always knew I wanted to end up here. But there was something about when I like rode the train to my apartment, I was living in Harlem at the time. Mm -hmm. And I like, I just stood in front of my door and I just cried. Like I was just like, all right, like this is this is what I've been working for. Like yeah, this is gonna we did it. gonna be hard as hell, <laughs> but it's gonna yeah. be. But it felt so right, and then like yes, from that point on, I it's been a roller coaster, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's been a beautiful a beautiful ride for sure. <laughs> That's great. What have you like? What kind of benefits emotionally and mentally have you seen thus far from the moment you've started to embrace and embark on the Queen Princess's journey? So something I'm really learning, like letting go had the impact of like the heaviness of that, of not being able to let go. Right. And Mm -hmm. especially going through like a breakup. Yeah. uh, It was my first it was the first time I had ever felt I was in love also. So it was a very Mm -hmm. major moment in my life. And I have been, and I still learn, I'm still learning this lesson of letting go every single day. But that is something that New York has taught me that teaches you uh, that I, I, I'm understanding that's my biggest battle, but that's been the biggest asset that I've learned. Letting go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see. (laughs) I've been thinking about that a lot too. And I just wanted to add this point because I have the same, I don't want to say issue as well, but that's Mm -hmm. something that I kind of struggle with and i think it's because maybe people like us are control freaks if you want to say absolutely you know so (laughs) there's so much especially like from your background although you've achieved getting into glad Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. embarking on your own music journey like that takes a lot of fucking work thus forth it kind of builds you up mentally to make yourself believe that you could achieve anything because you can control it which is great right but you can't control everything everything yeah i you know i used to think that i wasn't a control freak too and i know that like my friends when they watch us are gonna be dying yep. but i used to think that and there was this it was actually a date that i went on last uh-huh. year that a guy straight up told me you're a control freak no like, way you can't control everything <gasps> yes because i told him i was on a date with a guy and he happened to be an aries and i have this habit this really weird habit of dating like completely opposite people of me like Tone down, like uh-huh. very quiet introverts, it's right? So fun. And I was like, I want, <laughs> yeah, I like, I love that. But I was like, okay, I want to change. I want to change the way I date. Uh-huh. Change the people. So this is like one of my first dates with a guy that was like me, mm-hmm. and we're having the best time on uh-huh. this date, right? And I'm like, damn, this oh. is what motherfuckers get when I. Like, this is what they get right. when I'm on the date. So I'm thinking, and I'm like, and I, and I'm and he's like, why are you so surprised? Like we're having such a good time, and I'm like you know what, I usually date this type of person. And he was like, mm. that's because you're a control freak. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> he was like, you like 
to have that control of the situation. And I was like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and it's true, and it made me reflect a lot. Um, but yeah. But I think it's because we've seen our control kind of work out in our own benefit. And to other people's benefit too. Like my right. mom has a pillow at home. It literally says, I'm not bossy, I just have better ideas. And I'm like, that is a scientific fact, you know? <laughs> and it's not like any Period. type of like cocky shit or whatever. And like maybe it's because I'm a Taurus or something. I don't fucking know if we're stubborn. <laughs> uh -huh. But like I, I just haven't started an ear when it comes to shit. And sorry, like everything like, that I right. say is kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't sound like an asshole, but it just so fucking is. It's the girls just, that get it get it. The ones yeah, that don't I'm sorry, don't. don't. Beethoven <laughs> once greatly said. Like <laughs> and so that's my problem, like with control. And I relate to that yeah. so heavy. And something that I've been thinking of, I think for the past year now, like I've been in New York for a total of like five, six years now. But like oh my I gosh. think Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of split up in like fragments. Like I did like now I'm on like my third, fourth year leg, and then I did two years earlier, before a few years ago, with okay. college that went disastrously my freshman year. But you know, we learn. You can't control everything. Yeah. But something that I realized this past year is like I'll be running down to the train. Excuse me for going off in a random tangent, but no, please. I'm running down <laughs> to the train to catch it. Mm -hmm. And why am I gonna fucking run down the steps, do the whole commotion? when I know there's gonna be another train fucking coming. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's always like the moment your foot steps on the platform, the train that you were just about to get in, the doors closed, doors are now closing, da da da, and it goes away. But then I look around and I look for the fucking sign, and oh, okay, Uptown A train is coming in yeah, it's coming. two minutes. It's yeah. gonna be there. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. You know, I couldn't control this fucking train. Mm -hmm. Forgive me, God. <laughs> you know, like, I will be fucking okay. And so I just wanted to say it because that's something that I've been thinking of lately. Yeah. To kind of teach myself and use as literally a daily example because I see it every fucking yeah. day because I have flat foot and walking through West 4th isn't too easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I about know. that every fucking day. But yeah, control is wild. It is. It's, and also it teaches you patience because like yes. I am not, I'm not a fast walker. And uh -huh. I'll never be a fast walker. Like I walk, I uh -huh. take everything at my own pace, and that is, I take that very seriously. Okay, like, I do. I get and that. And so, of course, we live in New York City, and everyone's running circles yeah. around me. You know, and you hang around, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and child, and they are walking. Okay, walking. Even the <laughs> and, shortest motherfuckers be right. running. And so, um, I've just really <laughs> learned how patient I am. Yeah, I'm very patient with myself, I'm mm -hmm. patient with others, and I take my time. That helps with letting go a Yeah, lot. Mm -hmm. I think, and I used to say this before, I think I'm tolerant, I'm impatient though. Mm. I'm very tolerant. Like I mm -hmm. could take up a lot, like work and shit, and just people being annoying, I could hold in so much and that's cool, mm -hmm. but patience, don't think I have, and I'm no. trying to learn <laughs> that, but I think- How? How? Patience is tied to control. Yeah. You know, sure. like, sure, it is. I mean, yeah. like, I don't want to wait for this train because if I could control it, I would have already made that first train that I wanted mm -hmm. to get on, mm -hmm. you know, but that's one thing I'm working on. But amen. We all are, you know, <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about this point that you included in some stuff you were sending me before mm -hmm. we were booking your interview and you were talking about how you yourself as an artist, your music, and just you overall right now, like you've been made by your quote, beautiful trauma. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. the word beautiful trauma. It reminds me, I think there's like a fucking like pink album in the recent years called like My Beautiful Tragedy something, or something yeah. like that. It's like the more recent one. Like it's a very yeah. like mommy, auntie yeah, era album, but, but like I love that title. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to ask like, 
what were those beautifully traumatic experiences? And do you mm -hmm. think like you could have been here now without them? How do they fuel you as an artist? Do you think artists can survive or live as artists without those experiences? I think life is made up of many beautiful experiences. Mm -hmm. I, uh, trauma is defined differently for everyone. Yeah. So for me, things like losing my father when I was 13, mm -hmm. that was so traumatic, uh, but I wasn't able to really understand it until yeah. I grew up. You know, things like my mother, she was in a coma at the time. Mm. And I was very alone during that time. My siblings were all gone. I had to take care of my little brother who has autism. Yeah. And so just that, and that's just my childhood. That's just like a little excerpt from my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that for me, I don't think I could be who I am or where I am without these traumas that I've had, mm -hmm. especially like COVID. Oh my God. Yeah. One of the worst years of my life, to be completely honest, but mm -hmm. has, I don't even understand how I am where I am today because like I, when I tell you, I was like, is this the end <laughs> in 2020? And yeah. now I'm like, wow, I cannot imagine if I didn't go through those things, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. That's just like a fact. It's a yeah. fact. I wouldn't have the courage to to do it. I would not. And my best friends and I, we have this motto and we literally say it all the time to we text we uh -huh. text each other that all we say is we can do anything. Because we can do anything. it's it's we can do anything. We're capable of as yeah. much as we're able to push ourselves, you know. And so I personally don't think that I could be. I think that there are artists that certain things happen to them and have traumas that they don't understand mm -hmm. that they start to really once they put it into their art that's when it's that's when it's there that's when it blossoms yeah. <laughs> because then it comes genuinely mm -hmm. you know yeah. and i wanted to ask you how do you think trauma can fuel but also somehow some way fuck up art oh my gosh yeah whether that's art you know the product and art piece itself yeah or you as an artist how can it fuel you, yeah. but also at the same time, fuck you up? Yeah, I never knew how to use my trauma until the last two years. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I was running on, whenever I graduated college, I really made it my, like, point to get my dream job. And I was yeah. working at 106.1, Kiss FM. Yeah. I was doing my thing, and... Those were, that was just because I wanted to. These were dreams that I, you know, I always yeah. tell people, I want to be like Oprah. I want to be like the Beyonce Oprah. Uh -huh. And I was doing that, you know, but I wasn't able to channel my music because it was so deep within me and I didn't understand how to reach it. Yeah. So the fear can really stop you mm -hmm. from that. And I am so lucky to be so fearless, but I wasn't able to push through to fulfill my purpose and be fearless until I allowed myself to feel trauma and to feel the sadness and to I feel see. the joy after the sadness, yeah. to feel all the feelings. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely the fear can stop you. And I'm, I mean, I'm seeing it now with a lot of people, like it's hard after, especially COVID, we all yeah. lost so much and it's been hard for everyone to pick back up. 
-hmm. but I'm very blessed. Like I said, I'm very blessed. I have this fearless spirit already. Yeah. And so I've been just really channeling it and like putting a lot of energy into that Mm -hmm. (laughs) part of myself. Yeah, completely. (laughs) I love that. I love the fact that you let your dreams grow. Yeah. You know, like you did the radio thing, which for a minute you probably thought was like your number one right. thing. Like oh, what I'm put on this earth so to do. I was so happy. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh my God. Like best times of my life. For sure. <laughs> and at that moment, maybe you were just meant for that in that moment. Right. 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 And maybe now in 2022 mm-hmm. is the queen princesses. Right. Yeah. Moment. Right. And I think that's one thing that I struggle with. And I think a lot of people struggle with is that if we're not like, child proteges of some type of medium art or skill Mm -hmm. it's too late to evolve and move on to something else right oh right you know and i feel like i don't know in smaller towns that can it comes off that way yeah like you have a time limit you have to do things in a timely manner i mean i beat myself up so much because i didn't graduate college until i was like 26 Mm. and all my other friends all the other girlies you know when they're 22 21 they're doing all their things but i had to take time off I was straight up. I was like, I need time to figure out what I want to do. Like, I just need time. Yeah. And that's so true. People really like we really put ourselves on some sort of like time limit as if. Yeah. Who who created that? Especially for creatives, too. (laughs) Like, it's this whole thing of like, oh, I have to have known piano and been an expert ballet dancer at six. Right. To be something at 25. Right. You know? No. Everyone considers those years like your beginning years, but no, like you could still exist as a beginner or a newbie to something. Absolutely. Later on. And I think dreams like there's not just like one or two or three dreams that like you have or purposes you have through life. Ever. Ever. There's multiple. Oh my gosh, all the time. And even you know I recently was so blessed. Shout out to Jace Vegas, uh, that booked me Love. Yeah. at the Stonewall. And even that, just being booked at the Stonewall. In my head, I was like, if you could have ever told me my first New York City show was at the Stonewall. Stonewall. I would have been like, A historical landmark. I'm like, come on. Not just some fucking piece of property rented by a white man. You would have listened to this history. Come on. That (laughs) is, you were performing at a historical landmark. And I was, I had to, I, I mean, so much gratitude. I mean, I had to really step back and say to myself, Queen, you are you had to grow to this. This is what you've been growing for. Yeah. This is what you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I and I have I, I am a patient person, but I have been so impatient with unpatient with myself. Yeah. Impatient with myself. Like so I'm so hard on myself. Yeah. And to have that experience showed me so much. Mm-hmm. I, I instantly was like, all right, there is no timeline. We're all growing. We're yeah. all doing what we got to do. And it's going to happen when it's supposed to. And that's the thing. For you to make it to where you are performing at Stonewall and everything, you needed everything else that came before that. Every single thing. You know, including your whole journey in radio, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think those two different avenues, like, can't collide and you can't learn. No, you can oh. learn from anything. It's just like our life, how I see it is one, one book. It's one book that's sitting on the table, but it's multiple chapters. Absolutely. Each chapter could be different, but it's still one book. Mm -hmm. You know, I did drag back in 
when I went to school in Miami, yeah, mm-hmm. I was everything. Oh my gosh. Everything. I bet. Everything. And I moved here to New York to pursue drag originally, but okay, then I got wow. started at the Breakfast Club and everything, and oh it had God. to take a backseat, which like, at first I was like, fuck, like I can't do drag, da 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 But then I took it, I was like, okay, no, maybe like it's time for that to take a backseat, and this right. is my calling at this moment. Right, exactly. You know, granted. Right now. Exactly. And I still, when I was at the Breakfast Club, believe it or not, there were things that like, I was able to do swimmingly at the show because I learned it from drag. Right. You know, call time, absolutely. such and such, this and that. It's right. still entertainment. Oh my it's gosh, still a right. part of the industry. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that any of those different avenues you could learn from. Yeah, absolutely. And apply to. It could be a different dream. It could be a different goal. It could but be a bigger all, goal. Yeah, but it's all, it's all, if it's supposed to be for you, then it's going to align with you. Yeah. No How do you... How do you remind yourself that though? Because when we're like, when we're seeing the hard work show, you know, mm-hmm. and we're reaping all that success, it's easy to be in that like headspace. But yep. when you're having your hardest day though, yeah, and when you're feeling your most impatient or unsure, how do you remind yourself that? I I still need to learn to. Yeah. <laughs> And that's fucking valid. I don't think we're ever gonna completely master it. Yeah, it's hard. I. People wouldn't think that I like get depressed and stuff, but I'm like a very sad girl. Same. <laughs> Look so at him smiling. Like, Actually, <laughs> um, I completely. I one thing though I will say is that I always knew I'm very very lucky. Yeah. I always knew since I was little that I. I used to, whenever my parents would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say, I want to talk. I want to talk like Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. So they introduced me like to Oprah and all the things. And and then I also always knew I wanted to sing. So yep. these two things were rooted in me. And I'm very lucky because I knew that these things would align. So for me, I don't have a plan B. Yeah. And I love that I don't have a plan B. I, I remind myself, girl, this is what you're doing. <laughs> what else are you going to go do? Because yeah. you know what plan B low-key is? <laughs> the plan A. <laughs> and plan B is kind of fear when you think about it. No, it is. Like yeah, plan is. B is kind of like, of course, like, yeah, like idealistically speaking, being like practical, like, yes, yeah, like you need something to fall back on. But also at the same time, plan B could turn into a fear tactic Absolutely. really quick. Really quick. And that's why I've been... I have been adamant about not ever having a plan B. I'm like your number one. Don't have a plan B person. Yeah. I, I've I've honestly never had one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never had one that's yeah. worked out for me really well. So I just remind myself this is this is what you're made for. Yeah, because I think for creatives and like people like us, especially at a young age, you kind of know mm-hmm. when you have something different, you know when you stand apart from other people, whether like they tell you it straight up or like you could just see it or just something, it's sometimes something you know internally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think it takes a lifetime to figure out exactly what it is, but I think that's what life is for to kind of explore where that falls into. Like yes. radio, you explored yourself there and you yes. stood out and you brought what you brought to radio, just like mm-hmm. what you're doing now in music, you're bringing yourself yeah. to music, mm-hmm. you're bringing yourself to Stonewall and to, you know, like the queer art scene, essentially. Yeah. Too. I'm so excited. You know? I'm so excited. It's, it's a dream. I wanted to make music. As soon as I started to make music, my own music, because yeah. I always have performed my whole life. So, mm-hmm. but I've never been able to like write 
And so now it feels, it feels so right. It feels yeah. so right. And I'm happy to have such a community mm -hmm. in Brooklyn. Everyone in Brooklyn has been so, so beautiful. Good. And I'm like, it's exactly what Lady Gaga said. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you find your family and then you can do anything from that point on. Yeah. So that's how I feel for sure. Exactly. She's a huge inspiration of yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. As well. I just want to like <laughs> fan out over Gaga with you. Yeah, I for a minute. I love her. I can't wait to thank her. She has oh. truly changed my life. Like the monster ball. I went by myself. You went? To, I went to all of her shows by myself. I'm about to go see Chromatica in Pennsylvania. <gasps> the Hershey show. Yeah. I'm trying to go. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that I went to all, I used to go to all her shows in Dallas uh -huh. by myself because nobody liked her <laughs> yet. <laughs> also, a lot of my friends were like Christians at the time. So yeah, it was. she like, was the devil at that she time. She was the devil at the time. So for me, I was like, luckily my mom was always like, she's very religious, but she was very into my self-expression. Yep. So um, being able to see Gaga at the Monster Ball, that was life-changing. I was like, I just remember going home that night and thinking, that's what I want to do. She made, it was at the American Airlines Center, right? It's huge. I don't know yeah. how people are there. Maybe 10,000, 20,000, I don't know. But I remember thinking, and you know, I was in the pit, of course. You know, it's a little monster. Uh -huh. But I remember thinking, how did she make every single person in this room feel seen every single person i could cry <laughs> how did about she that. do that yes. and i remember thinking i knew i wanted to sing but i want to do that i want to reach people and make yeah and that was the first time i was around drag queens and i and they were beautiful i remember yeah. like i was just like this is what she be doing exactly exactly <laughs> I, I was blown away and it changed my life forever and till this day me and my best friend we always say oh my god we made it to the monster ball because we made it to new uh, york and it's like it feels, way. yeah oh. it feels it just feels so right so i can't wait to thank her i really can't <laughs> that's so beautiful yeah. <laughs> i was just thinking about that because whenever in my free time i'm doing shit like cleaning around my house or whatever always put on like a podcast or whatever or just listen to like an old gaga interview Ugh. And just sit Always. and listen to it's her. It's like talk. meditation. It's <laughs> everything. You, have you seen the one with her and Oprah when Oprah went on the tour? Oh, Ooh, absolutely. You ready to cry? That one. <laughs> that, yeah, one that, that one taught me hard to watch. Yeah, that one's hard to watch. But so that one's good. even better because I. So my older sister, she has fibromyalgia. Yeah. And also oh, my wow. older sister and I, like, we've been able to reconnect. She's mm -hmm. been away for a really long time, and so. It's funny because she's always like, oh, you're so crazy, you're so wild. But she and I bonded over the fact that how open Gaga is about mental health yeah. and her, you know, her issues. And she even helped me reconnect with my sister. So me wow, and me and Gaga, we love, <laughs> like, I love her so much. I want to see so that. Yeah, One it'll happen. Day. Absolutely. Are you kidding? It'll, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it'll happen. happen. <laughs> you're already giving like Princess Di with the. Exactly. Mm -hmm. oh, I know trust. she's going to love it, too. <laughs> Oh, I, know so uh -huh. love it. I love that too. Like you'll see random interviews of her whenever she's interviewing somebody that's like, or adjacent, yeah. she'll be like, oh, I love so-and-so. Like she just gets she it. Knows. You know, she's yeah. a girl that grew up here that grew up around people right. like us. Yeah. She mm -hmm. gets it. There's yeah. that video of her where she was like talking to an interviewer in UK or whatever. And she was like, oh, I wore a dress similar like that the other day. I was going to wear that again, but so-and-so. And, -so. <laughs> and uh, she was like, it was made by a designer in Barcelona. And the interview was like, oh, well, mine is Topshop. And she's like, we love Topshop too. Yeah. And I'm like, Hot. a girl's right, girl. Right, a girl's girl. She's like, Topshop is glamorous too. And I'm like, mm -hmm. she just, 
gets it. it. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite Gaga song and what's one you would want to cover? Like if she were to like Ooh, if you were to do one with question. her, like oh my God. your favorite Gaga song or just like today, like what's the Gaga song <laughs> I was that say is today. you? <clears throat> today, my favorite Gaga song. Oh my gosh. A song I would want to sing with her uh -huh. is Speechless. I was gonna I'm fucking say that. with that song. I was going to say that. <laughs> I've always been obsessed with that song. And I, like, I dream of singing that with her. Yeah. Like, I think that that'll probably be something that I do. Mm -hmm. But my favorite Gaga song, I don't know. I was a huge fan of Hair on Born This Way. I was a huge fan of the Born This Way. I mean, I'm a huge fan of all of them. Yep. But, um... Hair, something about hair. I don't know. Hair is my favorite Gaga. <laughs> yeah, that's song a good one. Um, that whole album, I feel. I mean, no skips on every. Yeah. Album. <laughs> every album is great, yeah, but Born This but Way is. Born This Way is like. Have the you tatted right here. And everything. <laughs> oh my god! Uh -huh. Like it's it's yeah it's everything. I also people always like clown me for this, but The Cure is like one of my favorites. The Cure is so cute. The Cure is very cute, and it's very me too. Like it's a very yeah. Aries song. Like, it I will is. fix you anyway. Ooh, like, <laughs> my best friend is an Aries who's in like a new beautiful relationship, oh. and he's exactly mm -hmm. that. Yeah, very, it's partner. a very Aries song. So anytime I hear it, I'm always like, I heard it at the Rosemont a couple months ago, and I was like, oh my God, y'all Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I would lose my mind. I literally was that. like, you guys Hold play on. this? <laughs> I was like, Look crying. at them. I think it was a few, it was like last summer or something, they pulled out Brooklyn Nights at the end of oh. one night at fucking I Rosemont. I can't. I started Bawling my eyes. Yeah, out. I was gonna say that's crazy. Bawling that's crazy. my eyes out. People are just like drunk and everything. Meanwhile, I'm just like, <gasps> <laughs> but it's like when you have such an emotional connection, connection to music. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I'm that person. I don't care. I'll be in the middle of the club and a certain song comes on. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh yeah, I, I'm a crier. I'm like a crier at the I'm a crier. I'm a good. I love, I love the teary crying. eye person. One thing my eyes will yeah, do is get like teary eye when you could cry. Oh. All the time and like tears won't come out but like my eyes will be like so full of water and they'll just be sitting there just like i'm like that one we emoji go, bottoms we use to gaga night together we have let's to. do that there's the gaga boat this week let me tell, i know let's go let's We're go going we fucking <laughs> Liam to have another gaga night we fucking have to and i wanted to talk about your music too yeah. <laughs> your new single mm -hmm. italian penthouse perception Period. where did that come from because when i saw the name straight up i was just like whoa what is this and maybe that's like what you thought of when making it but i was just like i have no idea what the fuck this is going to be about going into it and that's what i love that's, when it that's comes to so music cool. i you know? have not had anyone describe it to me really so that's so cool thank i love you. it like thank you it reminds me of like when i saw fucking like a song that stands out to me like that is like russian roulette by rihanna i remember oh, seeing it for the yeah. first time when i was in middle school and i was like mm -hmm. What the fuck is this song gonna be yeah, about? Yeah, that's so true. And then I listen to it and I don't even hear say the words Russian <laughs> yeah, in exactly. it. And I'm just yeah. like, this is a masterpiece. This is genius. <laughs> this is you know? So yeah. where did like the inspiration for Italian penthouse perception so come from? So the root of Italian penthouse perception mm -hmm. came from a very sexy Italian man. Love. Who lives in a very sexy penthouse. Hot. <laughs> Love it. Um, Already wet. And I I am a serial dater. I am I'm changing that because I'm looking for my man or woman or whoever. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was seeing this guy and he brought me over to his place. And I was not, like he was very, you know, very, very, he was giving very fine Italian mm. man. Um, tatted, like head to toe, was wearing like 
a suit Loki on our first date. So I was like, okay, I'm very exactly. Into this. But I didn't expect this to be the date. Like I didn't expect. I don't. I don't know. I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. Really. Um. So I went over to his place one night, and it was this gorgeous penthouse, and it's, it's. It had like black marble. I had never been in a penthouse. It was in New York. Yeah, it was in Lower East. Wow. I'd be looking at his apartment all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, that person. I'd be like, I pee pee. I'd be like, <laughs> this is a stop. Right? Yeah. I'd be That's like, here me on the that. train every day. Uh, We're not together, yeah. but this is a stop. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And I was intimidated by him. I'm never uh-huh. intimidated by men. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not intimidated by anyone. Yeah. There was something about him. He asked me what I wanted. And I was like unsure how to answer. I was like, Uh, this was a man, you know? And I like uh, to date older dudes. uh, And so I was very turned on by it, but also so interested in the fact that I didn't know how to answer. Yeah. Um, So as soon as I went home, I wrote that song. And I felt like, yeah, I was like, wow, my perception has changed. He changed. Why don't I know what I want? Why don't that's never happened to me? Mm-hmm. And so I just wrote the song. And because I mean, <laughs> and the lyrics are exactly how the night exactly. went. Let me tell you, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was beautiful. Um, but then I went on this amazing ayahuasca trip recently. And one of the questions I had was, am I fulfilling my purpose? That was like a huge yeah. thing for me because I feel like I am right now, but I just wanted to hear it from God's ears herself. Yeah, you know, I completely. wanted her to say it to me. And she like really gave me clarity. And as soon as I felt gratitude and clarity, I started singing the song. And I realized uh. that it was about my experience. Um, with ayahuasca and mm. having my perception changed because I realized that I'm doing what I'm supposed to. And I so see. that's why I said, I say in the song, what's my identity? Yep. And so the song is so much bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. And I remember even asking my best friend Paris, I was like, girl, I, you know what I didn't even think of? Like, right before I, like, pay for it to go on Spotify. Uh I was like, girl, (laughs) I didn't even think about the fact that, are people going to like this song? (laughs) And she was like, what do you mean? Okay. And I was like, I wrote this song for me only. I love that. And she was like, oh, then everyone's going to love it. That's, and and it's been true. I'm so happy. Like, the response has been wonderful. Completely. But it truly, I wrote it, and the song is so much bigger. It means so much more. But I can see it, like, on the world tour in, like, 10 years. Like, yep. when I'm like, Gaga, and I have, I can see it. It makes so much sense. Yeah, completely. Me. So, yeah. That's, like, the OG hit for, yeah, like, the exactly. real fans. Yeah. Like, that's your glitter that's and grease moment. Fans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. For the I'll be like, come there. on, super fans. Uh, <laughs> What's my identity? Third number in. <laughs> That would be a cute name for like a tour or even the album. That's true. That's true. No, that's true. I know. I was thinking about that actually because I, I've I've come into my identity so much and just singing the song even at the Stonewall. I was just like singing it and I was like, this feels like I've already lived this. It feels uh, so right. Yeah, it feels so right. <laughs> because that moment before was already being lived. It was just in the future. Right. And then you just had to meet it. Exactly. It's so crazy. It's so crazy how how aligned things are if you really pay attention and open yeah. your eyes and be open to everything. 
That's what it Everything. is. I, I like, and it's genuinely like for real inspiring how you let yourself open yourself to those possibilities and those opportunities. And you really don't let fear get in the way. You just do them because it's easier said than done. Like everyone's just like, oh my gosh, you're in the city. Like you could do anything like you put your mind to. Sometimes it's fucking scary. Also when you have 24 hours in a day, it's hard to do everything at once. It really is. It's hard. And you want to, and you want to do it all. And you want to. Yeah, you you can't. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But once you start to day by day, you start to see, you know, with you and performing, getting into music, you're like, oh wait, maybe I should be in this space more often. Maybe this space right. is for me. Right. And then you have moments at Stonewall where you where you almost meet up finally in real life with like your destiny, it's as surreal. if it was like a mutual you've known online yeah, for years. It really does. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've known each other for a minute, but now we're actually meeting in now person and we, yeah. and we click. It's it's surreal. Whenever I uh, did ayahuasca, the first thing I remember uh, when I I say when I pass through the realm. Cause mm. I felt like I, and even in independent house perception, I say that yep. on another realm, I mm-hmm. really felt like I passed through it. And the first thing I said was, I've never been here. And I heard the higher powers say, you've been here. That's why you're just returning. Where was here exactly? It was in this, it's so weird to describe it, but uh-huh. it's within this world, but uh-huh. it's bigger. It's where God is, where your purpose yeah. is, where you're meant to be, mm-hmm. that place. And you can't just get there, obviously, organically. That's why, you know, some people do smell, like smell. Yeah, completely. You know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I say it's where we're, sp- we're meant yeah. to be. Yeah, it sounds like where your soul just exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like where like your soul is. the root of you minus, right. you know, the exterior, right. minus politics, minus all the other factors that are literally just accessories in life. Absolutely. It's where it's there, you are. Yeah, meeting you know your I mean? soul and it, and and God said, No girl, you've been here, girl. Don't act like that. Wow. So <laughs> <I was> like, okay. <laughs> do you think you revisit that space, that here space when you're in your element and performing? Because I yeah. think maybe that's just a reflection of another home for you. Right. Yeah. You know, like our souls belong to that home up there, wherever that is, but also we get pieces of that when we're in our element, when you right. are performing, when you're in the studio and you're making music. Right, it, it feels like that. People are always asking me now, I've noticed I've gotten a lot of questions like, oh, who is the queen? What is she like? Mm-hmm. Or what do you feel like when you're recording? What's it like recording music and stuff like that? And I'm like, it's me, it's me. It's just me. It's my soul, it's who I am. That, that it feels like when I'm recording, when I started recording Italian Penthouse and I have a song out um, called Shy that's yeah. come out. And I, every time I would record, I when I walked away, I was like, gosh, it's like I'm in another world when I do that. Wow. Yeah, it's like things come out of me, but I'm like, what? That's <laughs> your that? zone, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's where and who. Yeah, that's when you know somebody is genuinely where they are when you could feel it off of them you know like when you left the monster ball and you were just like oh my gosh how do i feel so celebrated of myself and everyone else around me by this lady just up here performing yeah exactly you know oh the monster ball oh i know i could cry every time Ah! did you get to go to the monster ball no i was Ah! like it was 2010 she toured it so 
I was young. yeah, I was in like middle school. You're a young baby. But I followed that whole thing online. I followed it since it was the fame ball. And I wanted oh, to go to the fame ball so yeah. bad when it was like the theater yeah, arrangement. She yeah, did the gigs and everything. I wish I saw the fame ball. I wish that one interlude, now this is just me standing up, but that one <laughs> interlude maybe you know where she's getting like the tattoo on her back. Oh. I hey, think no about that every day that i want that just mm -hmm. hung up in my mm -hmm. fucking living room just oh playing God. on a digital screen on repeat it's just the most beautiful thing i've ever seen but now i wasn't able to go to that my first time seeing gaga live was the art rave oh that's a good one i know it's good i wanted that's to go to born this way ball though one. as everyone did i know yeah everybody did. but the art rave is fun she was in such a fun like era yeah she oh, also is kind of like in a quarter life crisis as yeah. type of era which yeah I found really like vulnerable yeah. and freeing of her. Like mm -hmm. she was struggling, but that's what our pop was. Our yeah. pop is rage. Like that's a wild ass album at to its me, core. It feels like Chromatica. Like it yeah. feels, it, it, it I agree. has that same vibe to where you can see, you can hear that she was struggling. Yeah. she's. I love her for that too. She can really like create beauty through that pain. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of monster is this? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Her music is very like pain rooted. Her and yeah. Tovlo are two people I always think Oh my about. gosh, I love Tovlo. Okay, Tov I just saw Tovlo uh, for no. Coachella. Oh my God. And I was so surprised. She's fucking excellent. She was fire. I really like her. Her music is great. Yeah, she's fun. And I like it's her voice. so good. Too. Her voice is great. Her, I love, same thing with her. Like her music is very like rage and anger based especially seeing that come from women too like that's cool because so important. you know industry standards are used to seeing them talk about love or like yeah. happier with a yeah. smile on it it's like no like i want to see gaga like sing a song like replay yeah. that's her being basically mad at herself that it's kind of also mad at her fans in a way for putting her in this like mm -hmm. perpetual toxic cycle of just yeah. being the gaga we knew back in 2010 mm -hmm. on repeat yeah essentially but i love that about her music, I don't even know where I went off with that tangent. But yeah, we went off with, we were talking about Art Rave. Yeah, Art Rave was the first time I saw Gaga. Then I saw her at Joanne in Philly. That was an amazing Okay, show. that's like one of my favorite albums in the world. And I don't know why people act like it's not everything. Did you get to see Alaska? She redid. So she did that tour. I wanted tour. to. When I tell you... <laughs> Turn I it. experienced Gaga all over. Pretty it much, yeah. Insane. Obviously, Alaska can do no anything. Wrong. She just did You're 1989. Right. I, know, yeah, and she did, I was like, ooh, but that tour, that Joanne tour, I knew it was good. But when Alaska revisited it, I was like, oh my gosh, that tour is beautiful. It's so good. Yeah, that that album. It's so is good. Everything. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, and writing about death like that—that's something I'm still trying to conquer. Yeah. I, Definitely, I want to write about my experience losing my father, mm. and that album has been the perfect source um, for me. And so I'm excited. Yeah. I've been slowly writing those things, but I'm like, geez, even her, even uh, Meg Thee Stallion with Trauma Zine right now. Completely. Like, it's, it's an art. And Talking about her father and her mother. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's an art to be able to talk about this in an art, like in a music form, and deliver it that way. Mm -hmm. I, I only pray I can I can do yeah. these things too. How do you think your ayahuasca journey? Because I definitely wanted to ask you about that. I saw <laughs> yeah. you post on your Instagram back yeah. when you did it, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Somebody I know has tried it. Yeah. How was that journey? What made you want to set out to take that journey, and how did it also help you explore those feelings of losing your father? And yeah, so I. Such? 
have always wanted to since mm. I learned what it was. And my oldest sister, she as well did. And she's yeah. been to war and uh, she's had a lot of difficulties as well. Mm. So we got together and we were like, all right, let's, we need a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I knew I had a feeling about this year. I knew that this was the year I was going to commit. I knew this was the year that I was going to fulfill all of my dreams. And I knew I wanted to contact my father mm. and just feel that love because he was a huge cheerleader for me. And so once I did ayahuasca, so once I set out to do it, you know, you got to set your intentions. And yeah. You got to make sure that you are in the right headspace. And mm. uh, so for the good part of the beginning of this year, I've been taking a lot of time. I meditate every day. That's yeah. just something I already do, but even more intentional. I've been even more intentional about my peace this yeah. year. And so um, it was perfect. So doing it was really hard. They yeah. tell you to brace yourself and to be able to face yourself. Mm. And I was so filled with gratitude because of the experience being able to reconnect with my older sister yeah we had never even been on a trip together before so That's crazy yeah it was just such a huge thing for us and i was able to connect with my father and understand things that happened when he passed away that i didn't understand that i didn't realize i needed to understand to break through and to be able to let go of the trauma and yeah it it was like the most eye-opening and transformative experience of my life for mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> what was that wall that you might have hit or met that made you look and be like okay i need a breakthrough i i didn't want to I had recorded a lot of music last year. I recorded a lot mm. of music last year and I didn't want to release it. And I was like, why not? <laughs> why not? And yeah. I couldn't answer. I couldn't an I couldn't give myself the answer. I could not figure out. I was so happy about it. Yeah. Um, I was so proud of myself. Mm -hmm. I, I recorded Italian Penthouse last summer. Like yeah. I was so proud of myself, but I, I was so terrified. And that's the first uh, time that I was like, I'm scared. Gosh. Oh, but you got to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. And I, I think I was scared. Now I know why I was scared. I can see it because this, this is where I'm supposed to be, but I needed, I needed to speak with my father and I needed to say goodbye mm. and I needed to reflect on who I've been. And I needed that. I needed that. And I just didn't realize it. And I wasn't able to say it to myself until I did ayahuasca. <laughs> I see. What was the message that your father communicated to you? How did that message relate to you pursuing music? And what kind of green light to you did he right. give that made right. you be like, I'm ready now to release right. this music? So with his passing, it was very sudden. Mm. And so I never got to say goodbye. Yeah. And that's why I can never let go of anything. <laughs> and I didn't know that yeah. I didn't I honestly to be completely honest I had no idea that not being able to say goodbye to him 
did that to me. It made me hold on to things that I didn't need to hold on to. It made me see myself in a way like I wasn't as valuable, like yeah. I would try and prove myself because I didn't want to let anything go, yeah, <laughs> right? completely. So, <laughs> excuse me. So he, I was able to connect with him and say, hey, I need to talk to you Yeah. because I... I know that you always, also he was such a big cheerleader for me. He was someone that was, him and my mom both. They yeah. were both like, you know what? And I'm African, so like an African, African traditional parents are not telling their kids that they can be a superstar. Yep. That's just not happening. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I had their support, but yeah. losing him, I was kind of like, ugh. Is it right then? Is it right, you know? If he can't be here. If it. Yeah, if he yeah. can't be here also if, if I I need I need to take care of my mom. I need to take care of my family. Do I need to take care of myself? Yeah. Is my music really going to fulfill me? Is that really gonna be it? So I needed I really truly just needed him. I needed to say goodbye to him and I mm. needed to tell him I guess because I was little, right? So yeah. I didn't get to tell him I I wrote this song that I'm really proud of. I wrote, you know, I actually think I'm ready to do this. I fell in love. I like I didn't I've never been able to say those things. Yeah. And I think that that breakthrough helped me. That breakthrough helped me understand that I I was brave. I was just as brave as he always said, right? And also I have this feeling of feeling forgotten. And that's another reason why I didn't want to come out with the song because mm. I didn't want to be like one hit wonder or yeah. like, you know, something like that. And so he literally just had to reassure me, like, you're not forgotten and you're doing everything you're supposed to do. You're doing wow. everything you said you would do when you were six years old. Yeah. And even just hearing him say, you're doing what you told me you would do at six years old. I was like, oh, my God, it changed everything. You know, yeah. I just needed that. Um, and he always gives me my love. I'm always like I've always felt very connected to him. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why I was like, why do I feel so connected? And he was yeah. like, because I'm in you. <laughs> I'm, I'm within. I'm within you. And I. Yeah. And his. And I mean, my family. My father's story is amazing. He moved my whole family to America. Mm -hmm. and my mom. They had nothing. And yeah. And then I was born as a first generation. And so mm -hmm. I mean, these are really hardworking, beautiful people yeah. that I want to make proud. And I want to make sure that. I'm making them proud, but most importantly, I'm fulfilling myself and making myself. You're proud. not feeling any type of burden, right? From because them. exactly or pressure, exactly, yep. and and all of that was lifted for sure. So like now, yeah. I feel ready for the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy being yeah. a first gen kid out here. It's <laughs> would wild. you do ayahuasca? I've always wanted to. I mm -hmm. think I'm at that wall. Okay, where I want to okay like i've always thought about it and you know i heard like chelsea handler talk about it and like i know everyone kind of like her experience was cool it was cool right yeah. how she had to do it two times yeah. i think that says a lot about her as a person yeah. that even under that she wasn't ready she wasn't and she didn't want to right and that's it's crazy because i had that experience too on the we did it twice mm, so really yeah so you do it on a friday the retreat was like four or five days uh -huh. we did it on a friday and you actually had the choice to do it twice on saturday wow but i was like scared my older sister she's a beast you kill a uh, girl but i was so scared but friday i had that experience i was so scared and then i literally my only my like 
they say you purge, so you experience yeah. it in any type of way, right? Uh -huh. So my only purge, the only form I was able to let allow myself was crying. So wow. I cried for like seven hours on Friday, the first time. Wow. But it wasn't until like maybe like two, three hours into the trip, uh -huh. I heard someone say, let go. And then after I heard, and it must have been the higher power. Wow. Yeah, it must have been the higher power because as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's what's wrong. I can't let go of anything. And as soon as I said it out loud, I cried. I like, I've never cried before. <laughs> never in my life have I cried like that. But it was, wow. it, I, it was like that. It was like, I didn't want to let go. I wasn't ready. Yeah. As soon as I was ready, like the next day, that's when I spoke to my father. I was able to... Like, it was amazing. It was amazing. So, yeah, you have to be able to let yourself get there. Yeah. Do you, like, because I think my worry about it going on, going into it here, here we go, being control freaks again. Mm -hmm. I'm like how people are when they're afraid to ride planes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to leave their life in the hands of this one person. I'm right. just like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be completely, like, vulnerable. Right. And not even of, like, another person, of a guider or what's the... Correct. A shaman. A shaman. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that's guiding the practice for you. I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about really just like what Gaga says, like just like the voices, the demons, like those voices in your head. Like I'm scared as to what the fuck those are. Yeah. You know, know. which is I the know. whole point. Essentially. I know, but there were but people it's like, there that said that too, that said that too, that they, because they're, you know, you got, you were in little groups. So. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it with my sister because uh -huh. I knew I'd be too distracted because I sure. worry about her. So, but in my group, there were some fascinating stories. People that had done ayahuasca maybe 10 times, wow. but they didn't even trip till the fifth because they weren't ready. Or there was another woman that she said she was the happiest she had ever been until she did ayahuasca because she saw things she didn't understand. She heard things. She was like, she said it was the scariest experience of her entire life. And she was really? like, I didn't get it. So then she was like she went away for a year and she was like so depressed and yeah he was like my life was going so well so then she finally returned and when i was there she was like i need to find out what that was about and so she was brave enough to wow. return and do it again and by the end of the weekend she had found her answer so i completely get that like it's a it's it can be anything you never wow. know you never know what's capable and i was scared too i would literally i was i was like girl if i see some demons it's girl fucking scary <laughs> like it's i was terrified but i was very i was very happy to find out that everything is within you you already know you yeah. already know what it is so it just you just need that push so, yeah. yeah i would tell i would tell anybody to do i was I'm really going <laughs> to consider doing I, that last point that you made, everything being in ourselves. I mm -hmm. think those, if anything, are kind of the voices that I'm scared of going yeah. into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, which is simply just the truth. Yeah. Which we're yeah. scared yeah. of, you know, like mm -hmm. I know, yeah. of course, say like I go try, I'm going to be fulfilled and everything will change. But just like with you, it's stuff where you knew about it. Of That's, course. That was God's whole message to you. Literally. She was like, I'm just here to remind you this a little bit louder. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I I know that's what I'm gonna get from it, but I'm yeah. scared of it because, yeah. you know, because then after that it's like okay, well I'm gonna have to go and pursue that truth after right. it. Oh, which and that is the scary. It's scary. It's scary. You know, that's what I'm living right now, and it's like that's also why I was like, when I return, I have to do it. 
you you can't slack because you're gonna have that yeah. voice in your head like girl i you went through all that because i mean also the process of ayahuasca is like gross you're like fucking vomiting yeah vomiting and it's so it's like is there somebody that like helps assist with that yeah okay i was gonna say like you're never dealing with like (laughs) good (laughs) like i never at all had to deal with any of that good but that is like it you put yourself through you're exhausted after it because you're putting yourself through so much it's like i can't let myself slip after that yeah you can't that's that's so i think it'll really help you for sure fuck i really i'll give you the number please (laughs) yeah i'll give you the number please i really want to it's cool try it because Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm at like that point where like i'm fulfilled to a certain extent but i don't want to have to raise my inflection at the end of the word fulfillment from being fulfilled Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i want to be able to say i'm fulfilled right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and not like i guess i am right you know, like I'm touching it, like this whole thing, like I'm touching mm-hmm. it, like yeah, I'm, and this know, is beautiful, working. right? Yeah, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But I know there's that old song. I think it's by that like 2000s artist, like Stacy. Oh my god, there's got to be more. Yeah, so real. You like Stacy Rico? Yeah, Stacy Rico. Yeah, you posted that it the other day, and I was like, period. Is a spiritual. That oh. song is like. Whenever, like, I always joke, whenever my friends, like, post on their Instagram story or Twitter that, like, they'll just post, like, the Spotify link of that song. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check in on them. Because I'm like, are, <laughs> are you, you okay? Because, yeah. like, if you repost, like, a I'm fucking, like... I'm going to be like, girl, you good? Are you okay? Because it's like, if you put, repost, like, a sad Summer Walker song, I'm like, they're just going through guy shit. Mm-hmm, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you repost that, I'm like... Oh, it's true. That is a song about questioning life, suicide, etc. Like, that song is scary. Yeah. But it's so real. And it's, it's so true. real. And I think for the past year two years now to be honest like it's like one side of the coin i've been like completely happy completely fulfilled very much like gaga like in her early lower east side days right. like they're the best yeah. days of your life the you're gonna look back on but yeah. also at the same time i'm just like fuck like right. this shit is wild and it's not even just like wild by like circumstance or situation or just like the age we're in and you know we're in our 20s blah blah, blah. it's all gonna be crazy but i'm like no like i want to make sure that other side of the coin isn't rusty like right. the other side right i want it to right. be a completely shiny beautiful coin and it can i just need to absolutely yeah dust it off you just need to let go yeah something you just need to let go i <laughs> does it sound you like it <laughs> shit if there's no episodes for the next two months you guys know where i'm at <laughs> baby's letting go okay <laughs> i'll let you guys all know i'm going on my journey so yeah you gotta go on the journey you have to i really might thing i like really enjoy about myself Mm -hmm. i love to go on the journey i just like to bring people with me yeah i'm really good at being alone i'm really good at that um but i love the journey the journey is so important it is important People don't realize like miley was right like it's the climb like it really is that's the most beautiful part of it It that song yeah also that song (laughs) <laughs> but it it really is it really is about that and I think for me I I think that I think that every day especially yeah. living in New York there's not a day that goes by like like meeting Liam meeting my Brooklyn family yeah. it's just like there's not a day I that goes by that I'm not like ugh, I'm thankful and I think that's what it is and I think I think we were talking about it before we started recording like you know beyond work beyond stuff like that there's things that are more important yeah. and that's what it is I always leave 
like my weekends, like always Sunday night, mm -hmm. I always feel so fulfilled by the end of the mm -hmm. weekend because I've seen my friends, I've seen my people, right. my family, right. like right. not even like my blood family, but like my family, yeah. our people. Mm -hmm. And there's something so much more powerful to that. And I think I'm at the point of my life personally where I'm ready to find that level of a uh, level of fulfillment mm -hmm. every day yeah. throughout right. work, career, right. stuff like that. Like I, and I think that's what real fulfillment is. Right. There's like, checking something off of your to-do list for the day. There's feeling productive and there's feeling fulfilled. Yeah, that's like my main goal of life is to feel fulfilled you know? every single day. Because I'm extremely productive. I can't say I'm 100% fulfilled though yes. at the moment. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's, you know? that's something you have to grow into. Yeah. And I feel like I'm still growing into that every day because yeah. I... Yeah, I'd be killing the to-do list, okay? But until Take this that year, in Aries, right. Yeah, uh -huh, <laughs> right. Uh -huh. But until this year, I, I was like, I want I want to kill the to-do list, but I got to do something that I love every day. Yeah. I got to make sure that I'm happy every single day. <laughs> something you smile at, like something yeah, you genuinely Yeah, something that makes me love. happy, something that is meant for me every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. something that puts you at ease. Because, like, yeah, like like you know things that we love and things that we're fighting for like it's going to be hard it's a journey but like Absolutely. you also when you become cynical towards it that's when it's like mm, is this fulfilling me or just right. keeping me busy right and you don't want that and you don't want that you know yeah you don't want that yeah you want another that. way also too that you've been keeping busy also and it was one of the first things i saw in your bio when i first followed you mm -hmm. outside of farewell is your array of adventures yeah instagram that you have with yeah. your sister correct yes paris paris yeah right. <laughs> explain that because i love this whole concept especially now when we're talking about fulfillment yeah, yeah. and so everything her and i we are not blood sisters well we basically are sisters, exactly <laughs> but we yeah we we grew up together mm -hmm. and we always wanted we always would go on these like adventures together that and it's just like her and i just like just like random shit going to Austin in the middle of the week just to like go party just and no yep. one else was really doing that with us and so uh I don't, I don't remember when it, when she was born I don't remember when she was born but uh we decided one day we were like let's let's just make a blog about it because there's no two black girls that are doing this yeah it's like making it happen on a budget having a good time fulfilling yeah. our dreams she's a designer and i'm a musician and artist and so yeah we were like and also we like go together kind of completely so, so I agree. we're like can we like monetize uh-huh uh so it just started off as honestly her and i going to like influencer events because yeah. you know they have those you know like create cultivate as a collective it's like a woman's collective sure. that has like these events and they'll have you know the panels uh -huh. and they'll have stuff like that so we're like oh so these girls are just telling people what they doing <laughs> so well from there yeah. like we would yeah we would just really just feed off of each other's energy and we're, we're huge fans of uh paris hilton yeah and kim kardashian and their friendship mm -hmm. and nicole oh, richie yeah board, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're huge we're huge fans uh -huh. of them. and so uh we love their attitude their don't care attitude party like success um and so we just kind of took it and ran with it and it's been insane ever yeah. since like we have done some crazy things we've gone to coachella we've I mean, she creates, she, she's amazing mm -hmm. and she dresses me and designs like, and I don't even know how she does it, but 
she is so sweet and she makes me look she even like for my glad for, for glad, sure. she designed my red carpet looks and so we are we're really just trying to hit every mm -hmm. area and yeah. make everyone understand that you can do anything you yeah. can you can you can 99 percent of the time you wouldn't believe it but we won't use money <laughs> really? like people yeah. won't believe that but like a lot of the time just now we have started to like have to put a lot of money into our things like the music mm -hmm. video i have a music video dropping and we've dropped a lot of money on that because we we're like yeah. okay let's see what it's like to do that because we can do it all we, we 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 edit we edited the video yeah we we know we have we have you know cameras we have all the things but right we're like let's see what it's like to have a team again because i was an executive producer at one time and she yeah. was a stylist on my show and it was beautiful we mm -hmm. had this whole you know crew and we loved it but we but it's just so easy to work together completely oh you, know, you know and so and it's like, a different experience too exactly. just working one-on-one -on -one with exactly. your friend versus like all right let's enlist the whole let's team and just make it a team. production right yeah. and so yeah, we had a team and it was great. But mm -hmm. even even then, we were both like looking at each other like, mm, we know what to do for next time. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, Array of Adventures is, it's so fun. And it's something that fulfills us and it's important. To yeah. Us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good to have something outside of our grinds, our like passions and yeah. mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like sometimes it's yeah. fun to just have like, and it's not even to like lower it down to a hobby, but even just speaking about hobbies. Like sometimes right. it's just cool to have something you something like you do. doing that you right. don't get yeah. paid for. Just Literally. Shit you like doing. Like, oh yeah, I like to go to concerts. Oh, but do you pay for them? Yeah, I pay for them, but I still go and I have a good time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like, oh, well, I got invited to this show. That's why it I'm going. It's a work right. thing. Right. You, know, you can just no. go because you want to go. Right. And then literally have a good time. <laughs> that's like, that's our motto. Like we want to always have a good time. Yeah. And have an array of adventures. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we're expecting an EP soon, too. Yeah. Correct? Are you going back and forth to LA to record or is it finished? So I was just in LA because uh -huh. I have a producer over there, but I am so lucky that I met. Oh, I love the gays. <laughs> I love the gays. <laughs> but I'm so lucky I met um, through partying, honestly. Yeah. Which also people want to knock. And people from back home who want to call me a party girl, look where the party girl is. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but I met him and he is amazing. And yeah. I've been writing music with him. And so at first I wanted to like create the whole EP thing. Uh -huh. I was nervous because it put a lot of pressure to be like, okay, you're gonna have an EP. Okay, is it consistent? Is it, you know, like yeah, for really sure. have to know. So especially for me, I feel like I'm still really learning the queen as um, as a musician. Right? I love that, yeah. So I'm letting her flow. So mm -hmm. I decided for the next year-ish, I'm just gonna drop like good ass music. And um, I met my friend Sam, and him and I have started writing music, and I finally feel like, okay, I can make an EP with, yeah. this, with this stuff. Like, I wrote a song, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. It's called Tender Breakthrough. It's so good. Tender Breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, and we're going we're gonna to drop it in the fall, but like that song, I think, is going to be on the EP for sure. Tender Breakthrough, and yeah. then Shy as well. Yeah, Shy. Ooh, Shy is earlier. so fun. Yeah, Shy is like... Shy, I really wanted to be a pop. I want to be a pop girl. Pop I want to be a pop girl. Yeah. Be a <laughs> and pop girl. I, I just decided, no, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to write a song about how sexy I am. And I did it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I did it. And I love the song. It's like one of my favorite songs that I've ever, like that I've written. 
So shy. Yeah, yeah. I hope we. I hope I we love the it. name. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm like. Mm. Yeah, and it's like a dance song too, so it's really fun. I think everyone's gonna have. A It'll be fun. going up in Rosemont mm-hmm. and everything. Oh, I already Liam know. will be uh, yeah, spinning I it. Say, I already uh-huh. know. Liam's. Uh huh. Your tour DJ already confirmed. Tour DJ. DJ Liam, your tour DJ. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to let you have the floor and let everybody know where they could find you and everything. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This was literally so fun. You're the best. You're the best. We have to like do this more. More. (laughs) When the project comes out, when the videos come out, please come by. Sure. Yeah. I'm also gonna connect you to hella artists that have come to the show. Yes, please. I know. I saw you had uh, Saint Ahmad on. Oh my god. Saint Ahmad on. Oh my god. Upcoming, we just recorded uh, Jay Saint. Ah, he's nice. amazing yeah, yeah he's done a lot of like work in the industry as well he used to be with bad boys work for dan Diddy kane he's iconic. brilliant I think his music itself is ah, excellent okay. so so yeah we gotta kick it but please follow me at all yield to yolanda i also have tiktok i know the kids i know the, the kids, kids yeah <laughs> and guess what it's the pretty black girl on tiktok right <laughs> exactly yeah, please follow me and spotify my music is anywhere you can listen to music yep you can look up the clean in the video too yes the video okay so the video will be out by the this is yep. friday right so the video drops on wednesday so the music video Love. will be out it'll be on youtube find it on my page array of adventures page because also her and i collabed on it it's going to be a part of a series Love. so you'll see more information about that and yeah, on my Insta. Yes, please follow Rave Adventures too. <laughs> keep up with that. And you all can follow me at Bad Bussy. Keep up with the podcast and everything. And until next time, we'll see y'all next episode.